0: Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinski and Dog Bark24.
1: Welcome everyone to episode 44 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, Bob Chichinski, here with my good
0: friend, Dog bar twenty four dogged. How's it going, man? Well, I'm pretty sad. You took a, took down all the uh, decorations that we had up last episode of you know flash action doctor tools for the dimwitted and all that. You cleaned up everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you hired some mighty questionable contractors <laughs> there to, uh, to get things done, but it's okay. You know, we've got our money back, and you know. That's it. we'll we'll be doing better background checks next time. No one put him <laughs> uh, cold harbor. But, anyways, thank you for uh, sticking in there when when we needed it and getting something out for the people. That was that was good of you. Yeah. So this week we are glad to be back, and we will be covering one of our classic episodes, the Dungeon Guides episodes. We have this week for you two dungeons pretty much. uh, This is the finish of the base game ones, right, dog? Yes. So we got Blessed Crucible and Vaults of Madness. And we're going to be going over, you know, a little bit of the dungeon as we always do. And of course, the sets that you get out of each and the monster sets for both. Of course, it's been... A few weeks since we really got to do a normal episode, and the launch of Markarth had happened on console, and between then and, you know, 2020 is just a freaking BZ, so it's uh, it's been quite the time, but anyways, we are here, and we got plenty of news to talk about because of that, so uh, Dogged, I'm not sure... How much you went over uh, in the, in your solo episode, I do remember it, but I don't know if you t- went over any of this, but uh, I'm going to just throw it right to you, man. Let's
0: hear some news. All right. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I all covered, but I mean, yeah. So I did clean my bank down for 298 spaces, and... 100 of it was actually furnishing, so I didn't didn't clear my bank that many spaces from the item set collections, but that's okay. Um, The important thing is, though, is that uh, my ship house is, once again, at 700 traditional furnishings, and yeah, kind of sad, because I can't place anything there.
1: Yeah, such uh, such is life with furnishings, man.
0: But, I yep. mean, on Xbox, like, you can't even see half of them anyway. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that, that's true. But I need either, like, a guild hall button for the guilds. Like, that should be a thing. Or they need to have, had a, like, secondary and 3rd dairy residences. So they can have, like, a death house. And something like that. <laughs> and then I use my Grand sigic Dumpstone to dump all the other random miscellaneous uh, furnishings that I just had piled up in my bank. I also you know, ghosted you in the Robots Radio Discord. You can also ghost Bob on the Robots Radio Discord found at robotsradio.net. You can also join the Lorecasters Guild through it. And if you need any help in dungeons, like, say, getting Iceheart Helms, Bob or I can help you with that. And Unless you know... he's busy ghosting you. you know? <laughs> yes. But in plain terms, I tanked with two guildies from the Lorecasters, and we lucked out and got Iceheart heart. In the ways that they needed. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah we
1: do a lot of a lot of fun stuff. In the Lorecasters Guild. We've been having weekly events on Tuesdays. That Dog also misses every time. So there you go. Fun stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm typically busy. But it's okay. There was also the uh, Explorer Celebration Weekend. That happened. And I got all my characters to level 50. for During that event. So that was awesome.
1: Yeah, I didn't get to play much of event, but I liked the concept, and I
0: hope they do some more stuff like that. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe they do more of that stuff like alongside with the DLC celebration, if those will continue to be a thing, which they probably will be. But just kind of get people out, outside of a that one zone, because that one zone is always packed anyways.
1: Yeah, that's that's a constant problem with the uh, double resource nodes for sure when they do the uh, celebrations, especially the small ones. But I know they're like combining Morrowind and um, clockwork next year. So I guess that's kind of better.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I also completed the DC storyline. That's awesome. And then, you know, a few things that I never expected to do. And so does include milking a goat, grabbing soil from a grave, and containing desert winds.
1: Containing desert winds.
0: Yep. Pretty weird. The yeah, you it's been inside. a while
1: since I've. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I did the DC like all the way through. So I have a feeling that that was an aliker though. Just. Out the top of
0: my head, <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Also, the Ribbon Spire story is dark. It's so dark. So many people were murdered in that zone. It was sad. I don't like that. My two options to pick as like the king or queen of Rivenspire at the end of the uh, zone story, because I found them both equally ignorant, and I didn't like that. Although, I did like Emmerich's response to if there is ever a Rebellion in Ribbon Spire that I'll at least have to help him clean it up. That was pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rivenspire is a classic, honestly. It's one of the probably darkest uh, like zones in the whole game.
0: Maybe besides Cold Harbor. Yeah, I got a wonderful quote from that that... Uh, adu from which is the Khajiit in, the, well, in that zone. But it is a Khajiit vampire that also appears in Greymore and the other stuff from this year. And, you know, I was searching for Constable Mildred. And her response is, Constable Mildred is a Breton, wears Breton clothes, keeps himself moderately clean, and is a male. So she you know, narrowed it down to half of an entire race. Thank you, so. That's so helpful.
1: <laughs> so as far as Cyrodiil goes, um, we did get to spend a little bit of time up in there together. We were getting our transmute, uh, you know, grind on when the PC campaign ended recently. And that was fun. And I really have been enjoying PvP. Um, it's not lagging too much for me, but you know, I've been working, yeah. I have direct connection and everything. I've been working on my PC, so it feels good. But people have been complaining about the lag, so I don't know. But I, I've been enjoying it honestly. Like I, I need to get back to more battlegrounds, but I still haven't had enough time to really tune up a PvP like build. So I kind of go in there and just like, yeah. If I'm not in a group, like, I'm not about to
0: go 1vx anything at all. <laughs> well, um, yeah, as far as my experience with Cereal is, well, healing is still group only, at least on PC. I haven't really tested it on Xbox. I would assume it's probably the same. But, No, yeah. it's just PC, the test? I don't think it's a test. I think this is live. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I didn't read that in the notes, but I've been pretty M.I.A., so who knows?
0: It was, a, uh, yeah, as far as, uh, when I've been in there, I haven't felt as much lag either. It's just that I can't heal my friends, and I end up wasting, like, all my magic of trying to heal. And re- and before I realize, like, oh, yeah, I can't heal this person, I'm dead. So it's just something that I have to get used to, and I'm stubborn about it, so.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not too big on it myself, but uh, you know, I don't know. I guess if it's helping the lag, it's helping the lag, right? Yeah, so here we are. We're gonna bring you guys the scores right now. We've got 18 days left on the PC side of things. We have got uh, PC Stadia and NA, we've got 35.4k. Old Mary Dominion is leading. Just a little bit over. Uh, Evan Hart packed in second with thirty four point nine k, just five hundred back. And DC is just five hundred back of them, thirty four point four k. So all three of them within a thousand, about halfway through the campaign, still very close. Uh, anything could happen. I DC won last one, right, dog?
0: I think so. I'm, I'm like sure.
1: pretty freaking sure on that, but. It was getting close, a little close at the end. So, on the EU side of things for PC Stadia, we've got AD leading as well with 35.5k. EP in second behind him with 35k. And DC in last, unfortunately, again with 30k. So, very, very close. Like, I on the NA side of things, within 1,000. And then on the EU side of things, it's uh, much, much more spread out. So, 18 days left. We'll see who takes the cake over there this month. So, Dogd, how have things been going on the Xbox side of things?
0: Well, to answer your uh, question earlier, it was actually AD who won last month for PC NA. Not wow. So, yeah. so sad. But for Xbox NA, we have DC leading in first with 87.5K, EP in second with 69.2K, and AD in last with 66.6K. Then for Xbox EU, we have uh, EP in first with 86.7K, AD in second with 71.5K, and DC in last with 62K.
1: Man, DC, well, at least they're leading one, but a lot of last places so far. Yeah. However, over here on PS4, they're leading one as well. Here, the NA side of things, DC leading with 89K. EP right behind them with 75.5K. Well, actually, no, sorry. That is not right behind. That is a drastic gap. That is a pretty big lead. (laughs) And then uh almost as far back we got eighty and third, so whereas we're pretty used to things being right there on PS4 NA and not this time. Uh Lotus of Doom and uh all his friends on the Evanheart Pact were there. Must be taking a break. Maybe he's playing too much on PC now, who knows? But then we've got the EU side of things for PS4. And PS5, I guess, and, you know, we're living that life. It's just PlayStation, uh, I guess, is what I should be referring to. Uh, we've got 82K for the EP in first place, 72K for eighty in second, 71.5 for DC in third. So close for second place, but EP has a pretty substantial lead. And those will be got to be uh, under 10 days there, right, dog? Yeah, I didn't check that Yeah. There, yeah, you could tell they're getting down there when the scores are that high for sure. So yeah,
0: When PS4 and A is almost 90k, 90K yeah. is to the end. at least you hope so.
1: Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> you hope it's like under five days left at that point.
1: Alright man, so with that, let's get into the meat of the episode here. We have our Dungeon Guides episode for you guys. It's been a little while since we got to do one. We're excited to bring you in here. We are closing out the base game dungeons with Blessed Crucible and Vaults of Madness. Two awesome dungeons. Um, Two dungeons that Dog and I have farmed quite a bit. Um, All gear that we destroyed. So it's not in our collection sets because it was years ago. And, uh, you know, but it was worth it because that was uh, actually some of the first times that me and Dog really like played with each other so much like we met and we were homies and then like everyone else that we met and we're playing with just stopped and we we're like all right man it's so me and dog so we were just farming dungeons constantly normal just two man them, getting every piece of gear that we thought was good and didn't end up using properly any of them But these two uh, were some of the ones that were definitely on that list, especially Blessed Crucible, because um, one set we'll talk about later, Sword Dancer, it definitely caught our eye. But with that, Doc, I'll let you uh, go ahead and get into it here. Go ahead and start up the Blessed Crucible conversation.
0: All right, we can unlock the uh, Blessed Crucible dungeon at level 32. That's when you can officially queue up for it, and it'll officially be pulled into your random normal dungeon queue if you're under 50. You can find it if you want to travel in it, the southeast end of the rift. So, yeah, some basic information. And then for bosses, you have Grunt the Clever. He is a giant. He has a big conal AoE that if you stand in it, he'll smash the ground and send you flying through the air off the platform. And even if you're not standing in that uh, AOE, he'll probably still smash you and send you flying off the platform too because he's angry.
1: Oh, yeah, no, he uh, constantly gets people with that. And then you look like a fool and he's just running all over the place and like just like everyone is like freaking out. like. And you got to be careful too with that pull before if it's on veterans, because if you go in there and everyone's not prepared. You got dog and just pulls everything, and like you guys could die.
0: All right, you know that's a baby pull. All right, just that it it happens. (laughs) (laughs) People
1: are looking around outside, like talking about the (laughs) Durzogs and quests. Like I don't even know
0: until you kill the and boom (laughs) and boom. That's enough time.
1: Yeah, but they gotta they gotta like think about it. Like ah man, I just got attacked by Durzogs. Man, mean, this crazy. I wasn't expecting this life. And boom, 8,000 ads sent by Dog to himself. All right. You know Dog goes and pulls them, but they don't (laughs) aggro him. ever. They just go for everyone
0: else. Yeah. That's a special, that's a talent. I'll let you know when I was on my tank, I was complimented for such pulls, so thank you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, I see. But, uh, Yeah, the next boss you'll fight is the pack. These are four werewolf bosses. It's an arena-type battle where you fight waves of adds, and then the final bosses. And then AOE's will be your best friend for this one, and so will be a pull, because there's like three or four, sometimes two ranged ranged, uh, archers or menders or mages that'll spawn like almost in the lava, and if you don't have a ranged pull, then... Or, I guess say pull is all pulls be ranged. That makes sense. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you want to have a pull so you can pull them in. That'll be your best
1: Yeah, good. it's a pretty, like, drawn out, annoying fight. A lot of waves. And then you finally get to the werewolves, and they're not that bad. Even on veteran, you don't have to burn them at the same time or anything. So. As long as your tank can keep them taunted and focused, you guys
0: will be fine, no doubt. Yeah, I wanna do I want there to be a stroll so I can fight the bosses and all the finest sloths, drunkers and fools they have to offer all at once in one fight. You know, that wanna be hectic at all and be awesome. And it saved like five minutes.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a dog-sized pull right there.
0: Yeah. And then after that boss, yeah, uh, the next three NPCs will call you a cheater. And you must kill the liars because we don't cheat. Like who needs to cheat at the blessed crucible? No one does. And then the next room, <laughs> this is you know the biggest dog pull you could probably pull. But you can. This pull is the- like
1: dogs' favorite <laughs> room, possibly in the whole game. It's like top five, no doubt. Like yeah, this, the I, there have been countless groups that. <laughs> me and dog go and it's like you never know yeah like dog starts the pull and I'm like here we go like maybe it's gonna work maybe it's not and we go and like someone someone almost always <laughs> dies and they're never happy about it and they're like really
0: why would really? you
1: do that? <laughs> why and then sometimes they're like hey man that was that was cool so you get both sides of it But, still Sometimes I make it Sometimes I don't (laughs) Like, it's never a guarantee No matter what This pull is redong And, the saddest part is If we do it, and we miss any ads And Dog's like, wow, this is It was ruined Way to go, miss the ads I'm like, why didn't you pull them? It's your fault, dude
0: (laughs) You're the one pulling 8,000 Don't miss any <laughs> yeah, and if we die because you know lag can be a terrible thing, and I have to re- I have to redo it, <laughs> which also makes people mad. But oh yeah, <laughs> they typically pull the boss and like oh well here's all these ads and now we're fighting the uh, boss and all of them. But if you want to know how to do it properly, just take an AOE or anything really and grab all the ads, you attack them. For example, I'm a Templar. I use shards, so I throw a shard at all the different groups, and then into like the next room. It, like when you go to fight the next boss, you want to go in that little corner. You want to tug in that corner, so all the NPCs would be in a nice little clump. You can kill them all with AoE's, and it's much faster than just running through there and skipping all the ads. Probably not, but i like to think so. So the next boss is Taranya the Faceless. Uh, she has a nasty spin to win, so watch out. And, yeah, that's her mechanic. That's what she does. We I was going to have, you know, a special guest for this next one, but you'll find out why. But it's the Beastmaster Arena. And once again, you know, one of my favorite pulls in the, probably the game. You pull all the enemies and kill everyone at the same time for maximum maximum efficiency.
1: Yeah, you know, dog loves this fight because he literally has like a page of notes <laughs> for this whole thing. <laughs> so, choose uh, <laughs> you pick your pick your parts carefully.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the best part is like you know this the Beastmaster. She's a true Nord, unlike that uh. Fake uh, Yorin who's bows down to Molag Ball because he's not a Nord at all. He's I don't know, not he's not Nord. He's day jerk maybe. But uh, yeah, so one of my favorite things about this pool is like as soon as you kill like all the different groups of people, like the Beastmaster says something that uh like just denounces them. For example, you know, for Kaji she says no time to lick their wounds. The Kaji are defeated, and then the Nords been sent. The Norse have been sent packing to their Halls of the Dead. And then, you know, High Elves. And there go the Altmer. High Elves laid low. And then, you know, of course, Argonians. The Argonians should feel right at home, face down in the mud. But then the Dunmer will never again know the wonders of Morrowind. And... You know, and pretty much all...
1: Dog know, wrote all those for them, <laughs> and the man won a horrible pun, pun contest. I'm just
0: <laughs> but the important thing is that you know, all three EP races and two of the three AD races, but no DC races, got utterly crushed during this fight. So that's true. Pretty sure that just means that you know, DC's the best, right? Something like that. And then, you know, the Beastmaster will, of course, be like, now we face the most exotic and dangerous beast from the dark corners of Tanriel. But yeah, you know, finally the actual bosses, the Troll King, which, you know, smashes the Beastmaster, which is why she couldn't make it, because she's dead. Unless, if you know, she comes back in two years from now and a whole new thing, but she probably won't. So I'll be sad. But uh, this guy's mechanic, the Troll King. The Troll King will jump on the person who is far away. The Troll King will jump away on the person who is too far away from the fight. So stay close to the boss. And yes, that includes you in the back. Spamming Sight for max distance to get your maximum damage. Because he'll just jump on you and stun you. Now the entire group has to go run after you. Because the boss is now mad at you. The Troll King will also throw a tantrum and bang the ground. Uh, You shouldn't stand in it, but... Yeah, some side effects may include death if you do stand in it. But it really doesn't hurt much, so... You can stand in it.
1: Yeah. It's not the worst thing ever, but... I don't know. That boss isn't the worst thing ever. It's not too bad. The Beatles may be the
0: worst part of the whole fight. Yeah, because the fires do spread quickly.
1: But then you have the next little mini boss, Captain Thoran. Not going to be too hard. It's almost just showing you the mechanic for the final boss where it pops up the flame atronach and puts a shield on him. However, we've burned it through that shield, so I don't know. Um. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what he's got going on there.
0: Oh, you forgot about the, the important part, right? I found out after some serious testing that it's based on time and not percentage. While I was backing up Bob for like two minutes. So yeah, I killed like three or four while I was trying to let the boss slowly die the damage over times. But the question
1: is, a- is, what was the rest of the group doing? <laughs> <laughs> just standing there.
0: Well, we, we had one person in DC and I don't know what the other guy was doing. I think he was just mad because you were waiting for the <laughs> other guy to get back from the boss. Because he, he said yes, he asked us to wait. And then he killed the boss and Even though he asked, oh, I
1: remember that time. That was like really weird because he's like, "Wait, so we stopped fighting the boss, and then he killed it." And we're like, "Okay, (laughs) I guess we'll go then." Like, I don't get it, but yeah, he was probably just mad because you did that crazy first ball in the first place. So then we've got the final boss, the Lava Queen. If you're on Veteran, make sure to hit that hard mode. It's at the bottom of the ladder. Also, there can be a chest and heavy sack right at the top of the ladder when you go in there, so make sure you check that out. Dogged insists that I point out. She always says that we are nothing, and she proclaims to be the Blessed Crucible. However, she is not... Even as difficult as the Troll King, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. She can definitely get some kills off. This is actually a dungeon where you might find yourself having a little bit of a hard time with getting a no death. Because when she locks down and gold bars, she starts spitting lava all across the map. And if you touch it, it will pretty much kill you. But don't get discouraged because that is probably her biggest mechanic. As long as you watch for when she drops her sword down and is going to do that little mechanic, you'll be able to avoid the lava. The uh, further out you are from the boss, the better. It's harder for Stam characters because you got to get in there tight. Um, Every quarter of her health bar, 75, 50, 25, she's going to spawn the lava atronox, the flame atronox, and... There is going to be one the first time, two the second time, and three the third time. She will be shielded until you kill the Atronach. So make sure those are an immediate focus. And yeah, honestly, it's a pretty good little fight. And you get a pretty good monster set out of it. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add in there, Don. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, make sure that you do stay inland because the outer lava will start to attack you. Even that little inner part. But it, it is timed, so you can move around it. But, you know, if you're the guy who likes to spam snipe in the back, you might want to consider getting that Vattershen Hollow Bow, so you can be a little bit closer and not standing in lava. Because, you know, maximum distance you would have to be in lava. Which isn't good. <laughs> Typically, standing in lava will burn. And I would not recommend. And Dog 1 here, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, before, like, when she does the little lava burst, she'll do a little dance, and then she'll stab her sword in the ground. So it's very visual, so you can easily watch it. Watch out for it. And then, of course, you know, when you kill her, Taurus Warren, who is, like, the quest guy, will shout, well played, well played indeed. And, yeah interesting enough though you know if this is your pledge when you complete it you do you have completed the blessed crucible so maybe she is the blessed crucible after all Do you want me to go over the first set? Or... Alright, so for sets, we have uh, the first set is Noble Duelist. This is your Light Armor set. Then its fifth piece uh, is... When you deal damage with a light or heavy attack in melee range, you cause your light and heavy attacks to deal an additional 1,800 damage for 5 seconds, and then this can occur once every 5 seconds.
1: So, for the medium set, we have Sword Dancer, the set I brought up earlier when I talked about how me and Dog formed such a great friendship farming in these normal dungeons, like Blessed Crucible, for sets like Sword Dancer... Because it's an awesome set from a little base game dungeon that you might have, you know, skipped over. Two-piece weapon crit, three-piece max stam, four-piece weapon damage. And for your five-piece, you've got 600 weapon damage added to your dual-wield abilities. Now, this was a set me and Doug immediately had our eyes on. We knew that you could slap this on, like, a Stam Warden and really do some damage, especially if you're running, like, two or three dual abilities on your front bar. And, yeah, we we did that, and it definitely did work, and we had some fun with it. We kind of grew out of it. Some other better sets come along, but this one is definitely viable, and if that's what you can get, then you can make it work, guaranteed.
0: The uh, next set is Nikolas. This is the heavy set. Its fifth piece is when you block a spell projectile, you have a 25% chance to reflect the spell back to the enemy.
1: And then we have the monster set Troll King, which its one piece is a 4% healing done, and two piece when you heal yourself or an ally, if they're still below 50%, The health recovery is increased by 925 for 10 seconds. This one is probably still used as it has been for a long time in PvP, especially by stand builds. They'll pop vigor, you know, and it doesn't heal you so much. So it'll keep you below 50 for that first tick. And uh, it'll pop this off, and uh, it could really save your life sometimes. It's definitely a uh, pretty honestly popular of the base game monster sets, I would say, at least.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I know I used to try to run this set when I first started off healing, and I just couldn't get it to proc because everything would just be like, oh, nope, too too much, you heal for too hard. Like, darn. Yeah. Yeah, I feel ya. So, That is pretty much going to wrap
1: up the Blessed Crucible. It's definitely uh, one that me and Dogd enjoy. It's a little bit longer. Um, It's, you know, straight line all the way through. It takes a little bit to get through, but it's not that bad, and it does have some decent sets and a good story. So with that, we wanted to take our little middle portion of our episode, as always, to remind you guys, about our awesome sponsors, Loot Crate and Gamefly. If you check our show notes, you'll see links to both of those awesome sponsors where you can get discounts on both while also getting us some cash. You can get 15% off your first order of Loot Crate or get a month free when you sign up for your first at Gamefly for only 10 bucks. That's two months for 10 bucks, You can get games into the new year. So, again, check the show notes for the links, and you can also find links to the one and only RobotsRadio.net, which is where all these opportunities come from, us being a part of that awesome network with all kinds of other great shows. And we appreciate your guys' support, just like the network does. You should definitely go check them out robotsradio.net can't say enough about them
0: are you worried you don't have all the answers
1: have you ever found yourself in an internet rabbit hole (laughs) call Call mystery Mystery time Time live today today! it's a new detective business with plenty of heart and a questionable track record we're only in the office for an hour every Wednesday come hang out solve a mystery it's a podcast it's a live show
0: it's a swell time Subscribe now! The producers of mysteries like not taking advice for guys up hosting because they have no idea what
1: they're doing. No mystery library fully solved. And let's intervene as that source or sheer one. You can find them live on Twitch app and find their podcast player on YouTube, anchor, swiftly, Google device. Listening a file hurdle or death or loss of We are sorry, this is probably legally by you and you cannot Alright, alright, alright. So we have one more dungeon to go over here with you guys. And it is a fun one, no doubt. It is the one and only Vaults of Madness, the Cold Harbor-located dungeon. So, uh, Dogged, why don't you start us off?
0: All right, well, you know, the only thing crazier than a Vault of Calmness is a Vault of Madness, right?
1: Or a Vault of Alligators, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Those Ray Rest won 1 alligators. The crocodiles. They're crocodiles. Dude, They're dude, crocodiles. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they are the
1: crocodiles, but yes, man. Like, they wiped
0: our whole group. Like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, this is veteran Ray Rest 1, not, you know, normal, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they hit so hard. Like, they hit harder than Slime does. That's not okay.
1: Yeah, it's really not. Like,. I watched dog die, and then I'm, like, busy laughing and dog dying. So then the other guy (laughs) dies, and it's like, oh, no, now I'm going to die. There's three crocodiles on me. Like, by the time I'm done thinking that thought, I'm already dead. Like, dog is getting up, and, like, now we're all getting up one at a time. So, like, we're just (laughs) getting up and dying over and over again. And there's, like, three of us down there fighting stupid crocodiles. (laughs) Which we didn't even need to, but we we're like, oh, if we don't do it, then we're going to get screwed with the beam oh. combat the whole time. So we're like, let's just do it. And then the other one guy is just like standing there, like watching, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Why are you guys dying? These crocs. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Thanks a <laughs> lot, guy. Tanking yeah. the crocs. Yeah, I was blocking, and it still did 12k damage uh, as it's like heavy attack. Like, this like a uh, slime crawl's heavy attack doesn't even do twelve k if I'm not blocking. That's just crazy. Okay, okay. And enough
1: crock talk.
0: <laughs> Let's talk some boss of madness. Let' em have it. All right, so you can unlock this dungeon at level thirty six and it's in the northeast part of Cold Harbor on the little map. So, yeah, if you want to pour it into it, there you go. All right, so for the bosses, you have. The first boss which is the cursed one now this is very well the hardest boss of the dungeon or the easiest boss on the dungeon as it depends on group coordination and you might be like well how how can something be the hardest or the easiest boss in the dungeon and well the boss will say i won't go down alone or are you prepared to sacrifice one of your own and it will apply to a tether to an ally so What this tether does is whenever you do damage to him, it also gets put onto whatever ally has a tether. And so it's important to stop attacking. You don't want to put any AoEs or dots. So let's say you have, you know, your shards or any ground AoE. You want to throw that away because throw that somewhere else. You don't want that there anymore. And the other important thing is that it gives 100% damage output. Whereas, you know, in PvP, there is, you get a 50% damage reduction. You also get a bonus 5k health. So if you ever wondered what it'd be like to smack yourself with a flesh clash and blast bones at 100% health and taking 100% damage, you can ask Bob or you can try it yourself if you get chosen. Because, you know, it happened to Bob. Bob got tethered, he dropped his flesh clashes and he threw uh, blast bones at it for extra damage. So, yeah, I think that's actual proof that Lyrinth is right when she says that flesh action knocks are tools for the dim witted.
1: Now, I've ran ICP about (laughs) 55 plus times, and I will tell you that that exact quote continues within her experience, and Lyrinth experience is being a vagabond, I Got <laughs> kicked out of her own clan. She got wiped <laughs> away by Lord Warden, who is very <laughs> easy to kill. So I would oh, take no. her advice with a grain of
0: salt. I'm just saying. I don't know. Okay. I think you know, veteran hard mode, You have some. You have very difficult times with those portals.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we've also no death did. So you know, what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah, But not in hardware,
1: but we could if we wanted to. I could if it wasn't glitched <laughs> out,
0: uh, sure. Playing it like on the glitch, well, I mean, come <laughs> on,
1: you die. <laughs> but regardless, regardless, we could get deep in that different dungeon for a different time. But regardless, actually, it's coming up, uh, anyways. Anyway, so yes, Dog is totally right, and um, this boss is actually so crazy. It's one of the few that Dog is actually a nice person about and is like, don't hit it when it does this thing. He says it in chat. And everyone's like, what? what? I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. I'm just going to keep fighting the boss. Sure <laughs> you know, me to
0: it. It meteor. I'm like, no, you're an idiot. You killed yourself. Like, yeah,
1: why? Immediately it that's... happens. <laughs> they die and they're like, oh, that's
0: why. I've had someone got got mad at me, and I voted to kick him, and we did <laughs> kick him, and I was happy because it's like I told you, and you got mad at me because I didn't heal you hard enough. Like, I can't heal you hard enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: For a no death run, uh, I remember like both Graham and I had barriers, and he was on his tank, and yeah, we were lucky that it got that it chose him, and he was able to barrier. And when he started taking extra damage through his barrier, I barriered, and he would have made it through it. But, man, a lot of group coordination if you're going for that no-death run. Alright, so your next boss is Oguna Soul Reaver. She will choose someone randomly, and you have to destroy four orbs to set them free. Or, you know, if you're a Bobcromancer, you can just continue to attack the boss and troll your friend because he called your, your necro a dimwit.
1: You know, I would love to troll you in that sense, but honestly, I think I've killed these four orbs and still seen people be locked down. So I don't know if that's just like the game or like... I don't know.
0: But these orbs
1: can be pretty freaking annoying.
0: I mean, I wrote that down whenever uh, we did this dungeon. So yeah, you definitely left two orbs up the entire time. And the only reason why... (laughs) The other two was down. Is because the tank was so nicely went and go and just killed them for me.
1: Honestly, yeah, I can probably kill the boss before the orbs even get there. So you know, you could just stay hanging in the balance, and you have left me hanging there in the balance plenty of times. All right, that's not but true. That one, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Okay,
0: okay. Well, only because it was an execute range, and I have an. Oh uh,
1: yeah, you know, truth, truth, comes truth, comes
0: a truth comes out. Truth comes <laughs> out.
1: Truth comes <laughs> out. So, following Olguna, you got a you got some ads. You got a lot of ads. There's, There's this dungeon. is ads, man. <laughs> like so many ads. But then you're gonna get to probably honestly most annoying boss in this whole thing because it's a big skeleton colossus, you know, and Unlike, you know, some of them that are, you know, menacing opponents, this guy just gets up and starts running everywhere in circles, triangles, just like he runs the way you don't want him to go in a straight line and then stops there until you start your rotation again takes off. It's like, oh, my God, he's not even doing any damage to anyone. He's just running everywhere. It's so annoying. But yeah, so that, that's, that's that boss. And you got a bunch of freaking ads again <laughs> until you fight the one and only Grothar. And there is one that, like, in between these bosses, there's a lot of ads. But there's one part when you're going over the bridges, and man, <laughs> Dogged has killed countless people. Slapping <laughs> on rapids. And just sending people sprinting off the edge because it's easy to do you don't even need <laughs> rapids to fall and die. Like <laughs> you, really you can do it on accident very easily. <laughs> and then when they go to jump and all of a sudden they have rapids, they're just like flying and like no, I've never seen anyone actually be like, what the heck? Who gave me rapids? But it it is not an accident. <laughs> Dog is doing it maliciously. <laughs> But it is funny.
0: I have I uh I killed an entire group with rapids, yeah. Just off off that bridge, uh, we all went going, and I knew about it, and the other three didn't. They all went flying off, and I made the first jump, but the second jump I didn't make it, and I also fell. So
1: <laughs> yeah, that dog does fell
0: fallen many times as well. Yeah.
1: It's a risk he's willing to take.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you know, I had a group kill, killed I killed all my friends and me, and it was cool. worth it. Yeah. So
1: then, that is on the way to Grathdar, where you got to be a little bit careful. If his bridge also goes on fire behind you once one person gets on there, but it's not too bad. People can get through it. So you just got to make sure that you're watching out for his lava going across the ground. There's two trails that go in different directions. It does some significant damage as lava tends to be hot. However, it's not that bad. You can be all right. Watch your shields. Watch your heels. Now, of course, when you stand in lava. God, this is so dogged. Some side effects might include loss of health, burned shoes, and a small chance of death. Yep. 100%. Somehow, I feel I could. Everyone could tell the dog wrote these notes. I'm just kidding. But Grothar is a—he's uh, a good boss fight. Um, he ends up being the uh, namesake of the Monster Helm. You get a nice little circle of lava around you. We'll talk about that later, of course. Now the next boss is uh, just really, honestly, a little mini boss. It's a little Daedra. Roth and uh, you could pull all the en- enemies and the boss into the corner of the next room. Is it, like you just got to get there, run straight past them, pull them all, get through the door. They'll pull into the room and just stack right there, just burn everything. Pretty awesome. And I made sure to cover these two last bosses so Dog could get to this next ridiculous pull that if the last pull <laughs> in blessed crucible wasn't his favorite this one may take the cake it's
0: definitely up there so you know after you fight that boss you know you can jump over some water you now bob's gonna try to jump over it with one bound, with one jump he's gonna fail because he doesn't have rapids or streak or the warden thing to teleport to to teleport onto people like i do you know depending on who i'm playing and yeah, and you laugh at Bob because he hasn't made the jump with one bound. He always lands in the water. Yeah. I've got him really close. I mean really close isn't, you know, single bound, no water touch. But you gotta do it without
1: rapids. That's how to do it like an OG. No. Yeah, it is. You I, just don't want to admit it.
0: I can do it with false god and the uh wild hunt ring.
1: <laughs> that... Maybe worse than
0: rapid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't have minor expedition, but yeah. But anyways, moving on, like, all right. So, you know, after you get you pass that jump, there's a little cliff and there's an invisible wall. You don't want to hit the right of it because if you hit the right of it. There's a small chance of death where you land in the water, but you also land on land and it kills you. And that's been I don't know if it's a bug or not, but. Yeah you like there's an invisible wall that you kind of uh hit and you, and you just fall and sometimes you die sometimes you don't depending on what you are but then you know you get out of the water and you see all these ads you're like man i don't want to sit here and fight them all so you can either kill them all like you know a civilized person and move up or you can pull them and then you find the ancient one there's nothing terrible about this boss so you can pull that one too. And you take that boss, and you run up, up those stairs. And you take it right, and you pull more ads. And, you know, if you're civilized, you take a left and continue on. But, you know, I'm not I'm not really a civilized person, you know. I take it right, I go back down some, some stairs, and I pull even more ads, and then I run up the stairs, and we have all these ads. There's probably like a hundred people and a boss, right? And... Then we go up to this Iskra the Omen, who is a Daedric Titan. And we just go up there. We fight everything all at once. It's for maximum efficiency. At least I like to think so. But, yeah.
1: It's absolutely insane, honestly. But it's a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> it is a lot of fun. And you're like, wow. This is fun. Actually, and you
1: would think that you would get more people like, do we just fight two bosses at the same time? No. <laughs> No one no. ever comments on it, ever. I'm like, hmm, yeah, okay.
0: But as far as the Iskra mechanics, the uh, Daedric Titan, uh, he'll leap to the farthest person away from him. So, you know, come on, Snipe Gay, Why haven't you gotten that bow yet? Like, just go in there on normal, get that bow, and you can finally stay with the group or, you know, maybe a little bit farther away. But, you know, you could be with your group and not standing in the back where every boss that likes to target the, the person in the back will just jump you.
1: Yo, this uh, is so, so sidetracked, but since you brought up veteran Hollows, I don't know yeah. if I ever talked about this, but I went in there. I did get to go in there on veteran, and I made it all the way to last boss pretty easily, not too bad. only had like three deaths Maybe took like it took a while because I was taking like extensive breaks throughout, but each probably section, like each you know, uh, different room, may took like a half hour, so I was probably pushing like an hour and a half going on two hours because I was just taking my time through it. I was wearing my nice thick, uh, you know, uh, crafty alfieq and plague doctor build, so kind of just cruising. But that last boss is so annoying. Oh my gosh. And there's a DPS test where you have to get through the ghost wall. And it wouldn't be too bad. But there's ads, And they get in the way of the freaking ghost. And I can't freaking kill it on time. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like freaking out. So I try to switch around my build. Get a little more DPS. But then I don't have as much heals. And I die more. And I'm like, it's just frustrating. honestly. When I was doing it, I was like, I really wish I had 300 more CP right now, man. <laughs> like, it would make a freaking difference. However, I'm since then, I was about 5'10". When I was in there, I'm about 5'50 now. So, just cruising along. I did try it again recently because it's nice. It saves your progress. So, I'm just there at the last boss. I walk in whenever I want. Um, You know, whenever I feel a little bit more comfortable, like I have some more DPS. But, yeah, that uh, that fight is hard, and it's just, it. it's not like it's that hard. Maybe it's just getting in my head a bit, but it just gets in my way, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to do this so many times. I'm going to die at one point, so it's so frustrating. But I know if I had, like, 5K more DPS, I'd just be able to plow through that thing probably, so. As the CP comes, as the gold gear comes, still no gold right now, uh, you know as, as things get transmuted correctly you know all that just slowly increases stuff I'll be able to get through it there's probably people who've got through it at 500 CP with you know better builds of mind more power to you but yeah thank you for totally derailing us dog way to go man
0: you know if you were a Templar you wouldn't be having a problem most likely.
1: oh so you got through it right no I
0: haven't been there oh, so you've got, yeah that's right that's good I'm just judging you no, no yeah that's good <laughs> but uh oh see all right so back to east mechanics all right all right so he will jump up and slam down into the ground and so yeah you want to stay out of that big aoe and then he will also breathe fire as a conal aoe to one person so be sure to dodge that because you know fire burns in yeah one thing that i've noticed that if you do this on normal that if you burn the boss really fast, that that he would kind of just sit there and throw a temper tantrum and just jump and stomp on the ground until he dies because he's doing that jump down mechanic and he's doing it over and over and over again and he doesn't know what to do because he just so he's just sitting there jumping up and down until he's dead.
1: You gotta look out for those mechanics for sure, but you could definitely take on that boss and the other. And the 8 billion ads that Dog just dragged up there. It's worth a try, I guarantee you. And don't pull them all. Please, for the love of God, don't pull them all and think it's going to be an easy time and then come tell us that we told you to do it and everyone wiped. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Blame Dog. Hashtag Blame Dog. Um, yeah, that's it's just how it goes.
0: It should be a Magmar, but. I mean, right? Yeah, just wear the ring of the
1: pale order, and you know, (laughs) be a mag sword and just streak through everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, be a mag sword tank or healer or whatever, like dog. So yeah. Anyways, before we keep diatribing, we do have some one more boss and some sets to talk about. So we gotta get this out of the way. Last boss, Mad Architect, very freaking awesome. The honestly, the fight isn't too bad. There are two main mechanics you want to watch out for. She's either going to put a bubble up that you need to get into and have your old group stand around, or she is going to make the center around it. Why am I saying she? I don't, I don't know. Genders are weird. They are going to put a like central thing around them and have ghosts flying out of it and you just got to stay out of it other than that ads will spawn try and burn them it's really not too bad though you should be able to just burn the boss um the pretty much coolest part about this and the reason why i want to talk about this last boss it has my favorite visual effect in the game during this boss fight and it's only if you're because if your group is burning it too fast you may not see it but if she puts. She if the if the boss puts the bubble up around them, then it's going to have this cool mechanic where all the stained glass windows around it break off into each small little chunk and go flying around the room and like bounce off the thing like they were going to attack you so freaking cool it's probably one of the best visual effects in my mind in the game i love watching it constantly i don't get to see it enough because we burn through the boss too fast and it doesn't always do that mechanic but still one of my favorite favorite visual effects in the game if you haven't seen it go that is enough reason to go in the dungeon alone period now dog to see you got probably a little bit to say about the mad arctic i'll let you go into it, and then we can talk some
0: sets. Actually, I don't have anything to say about it. You, know, you pretty much covered everything.
1: Alright, so that is going to pretty much wrap it up for Vault of Madness. As far as all the bosses go, go in there, have some fun, do some dogged pulls. Um, it's very uh, it's an enjoyable dungeon. Watch for those chests on the last bridge to the Mad Architect. Don't fall. You know, if you fall, you're a noob. I'm just kidding. But do the jumps right. And there can be chests on the little side pieces of that bridge to the left and right. So watch for them. Now, as far as sets go, Dogged, I believe. I'm going to take this one first, actually. Worms Raymond, the light set. We've got spell damage on the two-piece going into Max Magicka and Magicka Recovery for the four-piece. Five-piece grants 145 magic recovery to you and up to 11 other group members. Wait, what? Is that a trial group size? Yes, it is within 28 meters of you. So, this recently changed. Its old version used to reduce the cost of magic abilities by 4% for you and your 11 group members. So. Set is definitely interesting. It's one of those ones where it will put the you know effect around you. You got these blue glowing orbs floating around you. Looks pretty cool. Got some uh, group effects going on, which still is always kind of cool. Um, Dogged, I know that this set recently changed and it's not as much uh, you know as popular as it used to be. What are your opinions on it?
0: All right. So hear me out. All right fourth piece passive is 129 magic recovery, right? Fifth piece passive is 145 magic recovery. So, why in the world would you want to wear a set that gives you 16 more magic recovery or stamina recovery if you're wearing her scenes than a, than a normal 2 to 4 base bonus set? And I just I just don't know why. Like people do do still wear it, yes, but it's not something that I can really wrap my hand around. Because for me, when I see this, I want something that has to be, you know, at least four hundred extra magic recovery for all my group members, not just you know sixteen more than base.
1: I mean, I do feel you. It is a little bit tough because recovery is like a really seems to play this like little numbers make a big difference but even in Bright Throat it has a 129 Magicka recovery and then it's five piece is when you have the drink it's uh, an extra 167 so that is a more significant recovery bonus than this one but not by too much and it's um, this one goes to all your group members so, I mean, I don't know. I could kind of see it, but I do see what you're saying as well. Like, you would expect it to be a bigger... You would expect this number, 145, probably to be closer to that 167 at least of Bright Throat, maybe higher. Yeah, But if it was higher, everyone would just wear that.
0: Yeah, but uh, but for Bright Throat, though, you're probably also going to be wearing that... uh, What is it? Witch Mothers or the other drink. But you're most likely going to be wearing Witch Mothers, which also gives you the Magicka bonus, Magicka Recovery bonus as well.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's true.
0: And there's also so many good healing sets, like, I think, Hollowfang, for instance. I would much rather wear Hollow Fang over Wormtrainian.
1: Dugged. Shut the freak (laughs) up, bro. You will not farm for Hollow Fang. It's been like two years and you've never had a five piece. That's it. So do not even say, I'd rather wear Hollow Fang. Yeah, yeah, I bet you would, would but you won't go do it. Like, you won't go get it. Oh, I bet you would rather wear it, but you won't do
0: it. So you just gotta wear freaking worms. All right here, all right, I would rather go farm for up man.
1: you give me first episode back. You uh, come back and you got Abner Tharn doing construction with <laughs> like hey, what did you think was gonna happen this episode? I'm just
0: kidding.
1: Yeah, kidding all right, man. medium set. keep it going. Oblivion's edge.
0: you oh, yeah. run this one. You like it, yeah, because this is a this is an awesome set, but not for wait, it's meant for for at all. But, uh, this one will give you weapon crit, weapon damage, and stamina recovery, and then its fifth piece bonus, which has also changed a little bit, but it adds 258 weapon damage, and whenever you kill an enemy, you fill an empty soul gem and heal for 20,621 health.
1: That can't be right. Wait, what?
0: The number? Like, how? The heal can occur only once every 10 seconds. But you can still fill as many soul gems. Now, ten you- seconds <laughs> it
1: doesn't seem like a significant enough amount of time to make a twenty thousand heal seem like uh, you know.
0: I mean, chances are, let's say you're a DPS, twenty k health is your entire health bar. Like it's oh, it's more than your entire health bar
1: for so, PVE.
0: Yeah, most definitely now maybe in pvp i don't like p for pvp this might be half because of the income healing stuff and it's about to be 55 percent. so i'm not entirely sure what all if that would apply as like healing because it does say healing but i mainly use this set on my Stamplar, which was my old ad crafter you know back back when i played on the xbox a whole bunch and I went for Emperor on that.
1: Wait, so you ran Oblivion's Edge
0: and Red Mountain? Not, not during the Emperor time, but this was this was going to be. Uh, this is something that I would switch into and say I'd go into anything that were anything where I'd be farming lots of people because, like I said, I use a set to fill up my empty soul gems. And what I would do is I'd go around all the guild traders, Tamriel, but. I would buy empty soul gems and then I put on that set and I fill up literally thousands of soul gems and sell them in the guild trader until they wanted to sell in the guild trader and I just sold them to a merchant because I still made money. And that's how I made a couple hundred thousand gold that way. Of course, I also probably spent a hundred thousand, but you know, sometimes you get to spend gold to make gold.
1: Very true. So, for what you guys could tell, Definitely Oblivion's Edge has a reason to uh, exist out there for nonetheless. And for the heavy set, we have Rattle Cage, where it gives you max health, spell damage, spell damage, and the five-piece adds 171 spell damage, plus you gain major sorcery at all times, increasing your spell damage by 20%. Now. One thing about this set is there's a lot of different ways to get major sorcery that you don't really need a five-piece giving you. However, there that extra 171 spell damage the five-piece also gives you makes it intriguing. You it keep your eyes, you know, kind of open towards it, like, hmm, it's a heavy, so you're gonna want, you know, probably weapons, or jewelry, but it takes a little extra farming, but it could be worth it. If you're not trying to keep, you know... Sometimes you only get major sorcery from, like, bots. Or, you know, the one version of Entropy, right, dog? That you don't like.
0: Well, it's not that I don't like it. I'm fine with Degeneration. I'm just fine... <clears throat> I'm just angry that the uh, Entropy more Or the non-morph of it. I'm just angry that, you know, Entropy, the base skill, doesn't give you major sorcery. Because there's no reason for it. Yeah. So, I
1: mean, there are ways to get it, and that's not the only way. There are others. But this set has still remained intriguing. It's definitely one, a heavy set, that gives you so much spell damage. It's it's always going to be intriguing. There will always be someone who is running this. Shout out to our very, very old friend, Jero, who would... uh. And hey, you guys run around a cage? I don't know. I can't do his Philly accent very well. But yeah, it was... Uh, he would always crack us up with that. But it's a viable set, and it's there. It's, uh, you know... It's it's interesting. All right, dog. Why don't you drop in the monster set and wrap us up.
0: All right, so you have Grothdar is the monster set from here. And this will... It's one piece will give you Max Magica. Or then it's, uh, you know, monster set. The second piece bonus is the, when you deal damage to an enemy within eight meters, you have a 10% chance to create a lava pool that swirls around you, dealing 1800 flame damage to all enemies within eight meters of you, every one second, four or five seconds. And then this effect can occur once every 10 seconds.
1: This uh, monster set was honestly an interesting one. It's constantly something you'll see definitely people in pvp will always you know think about this one especially bombers um it's very efficient it's got that extra max magicka that one piece definitely got uh you know it's got damage output it's efficient um the cooldown is not very long so yeah honestly if you guys see someone burning you to death with this lava pool around them when they're bombing drop down on you from Castle Wall or whatever in Cyrodiil, then that is going to be this set. That's the set we're talking about, Grothdar. And that is about going to wrap it up for us here in the Courier Shop. Um, We are actually coming at you a bit from the future of when we actually recorded because, you know, software programs are so cool when they mess up. But We uh, did want to mention, since some stuff got cut cut out in our episode, the Undaunted event is live right now. Go in there, hit some dungeons. You get a reward box from every dungeon you complete. It has um, chances of all kinds of cool goodies, undaunted keys, surveys, motif pages plus that first box of the day you get the glorious box and it's got um what it's got a guaranteed opal monster style page um of the weapons so really really cool a lot of good stuff you could get make sure you hang on to them if you don't want them you want to try and sell them i'd say hang on to them till after the event they only go up in value you know Personally, that's that's what I would say. And if you get the Opal Bloodspawn staff, shout out your boy, because, oh my god, I want it so bad. But, yeah, just wanted to uh, drop that in there, let you guys
0: know about that. Dog, you got anything to say about the Undaunted event? Yeah, just remember, you know, if you have to get your tickets quickly, you can always hop into Fungal Grotto 1, and, you know, quickly go to that goblin boss, kill him, Quickly jump it down that waterfall and go to the uh Dre boss, kill that, and takes like five to ten minutes, depending on you know if you're solo or not, and if you're in a good group or not. Yeah, fun story.
1: Actually, me and uh Solo were running dungeons last night, and we picked up Lincoln from the Lorecasters Guild and J Rum, who was on our show a bit ago, and we we're trying to squeeze dungeons in right before the end right right before maintenance hit and we hit fungal grotto one last one we hit and we did it in four minutes it was ridiculous
0: it was (laughs) awesome yeah (laughs) i think i uh i did it on xbox and like both load screens like in and out because i had to spend my tickets took me i think like seven minutes yeah that's so
1: it's clutch yeah, so make sure you guys go out there and uh do all that fun stuff. It's running
0: still for oh, you like Oh, it looks really nice. What? The uh Opal Mask of uh Lord Warden. <laughs> Ooh, you know his staff actually yes. is pretty sick too. His staff's pretty nice too. It's very necromanic. I yeah. figured that you might be going for that one too. That I will be
1: getting that one for sure. I, that <laughs> The new ones, I think that, and I think the Mephala one, Spawn of Mephala, is pretty cool to staff, I think. Or maybe it's the Bogdan. I don't
0: know. is pretty cool, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's probably Bogdan then. Um, But yeah, so that is going on for you guys. Make sure you go check all that out. And uh, yeah, in that case, that about wraps it up for us here. We're going to get out of your hair. Um, Another thing that we did lose in our recording is, uh, you know, whatever I was talking about during the news and everything. And this is my first episode back. It's been a few weeks. Uh, Things have been, you know, it's been 2020 and it just keeps getting worse seemingly. But uh, thank you guys for, you know, the support and, you know, anyone who reached out. Like, I really, I do appreciate it has been hard times but i'm glad to be back and i'm glad to uh you know we're you know still having a good time here in the in the courier shop and we're gonna try and finish out the year strong so thank you guys for being patient and uh we're gonna get back to our schedule here of dropping an episode every week this is coming out on a monday there will be another episode this week and then after that, it will get back to the normal schedule. So, thank you guys again. And
0: so with that, Dogged, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter of at Red Diamond Cast. You can find us on our Facebook page of the Red Diamond Courier. You can also find us in our Xbox guild of Heirs of the Red Diamond, which you can join using the Robots Radio Discord, found at robotsradio.net.
1: And if you check out our show notes, you can find links to all the cool stuff that we talk about, our merch store, our sponsors, our Twitter, and everything. And if you've got any ESO questions, that maybe uh, some of the sets we talked about sparked an interest for you, or you want to look more about these dungeons, or anything, go check out ESO-Hub.com. Made by the one and only Alcast and Wohler. It's an awesome site, has everything you need right there. Plus, they have uh, us on their site as well under the news section. So, you know, it's legit. You know, it's awesome. Go check it out. Plus, you can find links to our music producer and creator, the one and only Daniel Nisley, who could get all kinds of awesome music done for you if you need help with that ever. So, Oh, and one last thing, of course. If you guys listen anywhere you can leave us a review, please, please, please drop that five stars so people know that we're a legit podcast and they could check us out and be like, oh, yeah, this is good. So thank you, guys. That means the world to us, too. Dogged, where can they find you if
0: they want to hit you up? Oh, All right, so you can find me on uh, Twitter at Dog 24. You can also find me on Xbox and ESO uh, PC of also Dog 24. And, yeah, you can go play with me. Or, you know, for Incerido, you can go kill me with Grothdar if you use that on your Templar, because that's what Templars do.
1: Thank you, Dog, for uh, showing up and doing everything. If you guys want to go hit up Dogged, go find him and uh, let him run you through Thoughts of Madness and pull both those bosses at the same time. It'll be ridiculous. And if you want to come find me, Xbox, Bob, Space, Chichinsky, ESO ESOPC, which is where I'm living right now. Bob underscore Chichinsky, and Twitter and Twitch. Same. Bob underscore Chichinsky going to be streaming this week. First week back at least one day, maybe uh, on a Tuesday, but yeah, come hang out. Come, uh, you know, yell at us about all things, Elder scrolls and the red diamond courier. Thank you guys so, so much for stopping back in, hanging out, listening to us, talk some dungeons. Uh, not, not, we don't have anything super planned out for the rest of the year, but we're gonna try and uh, get some get some good stuff rolling for you guys. Some fun stuff, maybe for Christmas and etc. So, thank you guys again, and we will catch you next week. See ya on the
0: flip. Yeah, see ya. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Spark shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. To find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega
1: Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources.